Chronicles, the 36th chapter of 2nd Chronicles, begin reading at the 15th verse, 36th chapter of 2nd Chronicles, 15th verse, and the Lord God of their fathers sent to them by his messengers, rising up betimes and sending, because he had compassion on his people and on his dwelling place. But they mocked the messengers of God and despised his words and misused his prophets until the wrath of the Lord arose against his people till there was no more remedy. It sounds like to me that there was a remedy because he sent his word and his messengers to him. It sounds like to me there was a way out, there was a better way and a help through His Word 
rising up betimes and sending because he had compassion on his people and on his dwelling place. But they mocked the messengers and they despised his words and misused his prophets until the wrath of the Lord arose against the people till there was no more remedy. It sounds sad to me, it sounds serious to me that, that a people could get to a place that there'd be no more remedy, uh, that would rebel to a place that there'd be no more remedy. I like what the Webster's Dictionary said about remedy, something that corrects or removes an evil or error, to cure or relieve, to put right, to rectify. I like that. Something that corrects or removes an evil or an error, to cure to or relieve, to put right, to rectify. That's why he sent his word. That's why he sent messengers to him. To correct the problem. To correct the error. To make it right. To fix it. Oh, thanks be to God for a remedy. And he talks like in 29 of Proverbs. 29 of Proverbs, the first verse. He that being often reproved hardeneth his neck shall suddenly be destroyed and that without remedy oh without remedy can you imagine being in a place with without being able to fix the problem can you imagine uh, going to pray and not feeling the presence of god and not having his divine help and not having his grace oh hallelujah but oh as far as i know tonight we're not without the remedy. I've come to preach to us tonight that the remedy still exists. There's still a remedy for the problem. There's still a cure for the problem. There's still relief for the hurting. There's still hope for the dying. There's still a remedy. The remedy's still available. We are not without a remedy tonight. He come to seek and to save that which was lost, the remedy still exists, hallelujah. The cure, the problem, hallelujah. Oh, without a remedy, can you imagine? Somebody died today and overlooked the remedy. Somebody committed suicide today and walked right past the remedy. Somebody took matters in their own hand and the remedy all the time was available. The cure for the problem, the relief for the problem was there if they'd have reached for it. Hallelujah. Oh, God speak to us. In Proverbs, the first chapter, the 22nd verse, how long, ye simple ones, will you love simplicity? And scorners delight in their scorning. And fools hate knowledge. Turn you at my reproof. Turn you at my reproof. Hallelujah. I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. Because I have called and ye refused. When I called, there was a remedy there. 
when I called, there was a remedy there. But you refused. Oh, hallelujah. But ye have said it not. He said, I have stretched out my hand, and no man regarded. When my hand was outstretched to you, it was all you needed. It was a remedy there. It would have solved your problem. It would have cured you what ailed you. It would have took care of the problem. But you refused. Hallelujah. Oh, there is a remedy. There is a remedy. Glory to God. There we read in Numbers, uh, uh, 21 of Numbers, beginning at the sixth verse. You know the story how the children of Israel had murmured against God and complained about what God had done for them. And the sixth verse of the 21st chapter of Numbers said, And the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people, and they bit the people, and so much of the people of Israel died. Therefore the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned. We have spoken against the Lord and against thee. Pray unto the Lord that he take away the serpents from us. And Moses prayed for the people. And the Lord said unto Moses, Make thee a fiery serpent and set it upon a pole. And it shall come to pass that everyone that is bitten, when he looketh upon it, shall live. And Moses made a serpent of brass and put it upon a pole. And it came to pass that if a, a man, if a serpent had bitten any man, when he beheld the serpent of brass, he lived. They were dying. A serpent was biting them. They were dying. Their children were dying. When the serpent would bite them, they would start immediately to die. Oh, Moses, we've sinned. We need the serpents to be gone. But God said to make a serpent of brass and put it on a pole. And every man is bitten. When he looks to the serpent, he shall live. Woo, hallelujah. He shall live. There's a remedy. There's a remedy. Woo, hallelujah. There's a way out. Look to, to him tonight. Let's look and live. Hallelujah. There's a way. In John 3, 14. As Moses, and as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Woo! Hallelujah! Thanks be to God for the remedy! Thanks be to God for a remedy, a remedy for sin, a remedy for that that's killing us, a remedy, a hope, hallelujah. Look and live tonight. Look to him and live. He is the remedy of dying man, a cure, a hope, hallelujah. A remedy is available, a cure for the problem, relief, hallelujah. 
what are we going to do? We're dying. Son, come with me, son. You've just been bitten. Don't die me. Let's go over here. This serpent that Moses has just put up, if you'll cast your eyes upon it, if you'll look upon it, son, you'll live. You'll live. Oh, son, open your eyes and look upon the serpent that Moses just erected. Look upon that serpent. Hey, world, that's dying without hope. Look and live. The Son of God hung between heaven and earth for remedy, for a way out of sin. Hallelujah. You'll die if you don't. You'll die if the remedy is taken from you. You'll die. Well, I, I looked. I looked years ago. If the serpent's bitten you again, you need to look more again. Hallelujah. You're needing, you're needing to look and believe on that one. Oh, he that believeth on me. He that believeth on me. Hallelujah. It's good tonight that we're here. But all the while, our world's hurting. All the while, we're at this place. Somebody's dying. Hallelujah. I wish I could preach to us. Come on, let's pull our minds together a while. I'd like to get somebody to look. I'd like to get somebody to feel grace. I'd like to see somebody see their state of dying and look to the Son of God. He's the remedy. Hallelujah. Whoa. Let me read to us from Isaiah, the first chapter, the fourth verse. Ah, sinful nation. A people laden with iniquity, a seed of evildoers, children that are corruptors. They have forsaken the Lord. They have provoked the Holy One of Israel unto anger. They are gone away backward. Why should ye be stricken anymore? Ye will revolt more and more. The whole head is sick. The whole heart faint. From the sole of the foot, even unto the head, there's no soundness in it, but wounds and bruises and putrefying sores. They have not been closed, neither bound up, neither modified with ointment. Oh, wounds that have not been closed up. Bruises and putrefying sores from the sole of the foot even to the head. Hallelujah. It sounds like to me they need something. Somebody needs to deal with that. If you get cut bad and the blood is a-flowing, you need to close the wound up. You don't leave it in that condition. You'll die. But that's what sin is doing to us. It's taking life from us. It's a-flowing. Oh, in our veins. It's in our bloodstream. We need a cure. We need a remedy. We need a way out. Whoa, hallelujah. We need a hope. Hallelujah for the dying soul.
Yes, I, we can look at it and shake our head and say it's hopeless. Ha-ha. I ain't going to do it. They're still breath. They're still alive. What they need is a cure. What they need is a cure. Somebody give me Jeremiah, the 8th chapter. The 8th chapter. Oh! Give me a Jeremiah, the 8th chapter. Begin reading at the 18th verse. Somebody read. When I would comfort myself against sorrow, my heart is faint in me. Behold the voice of the cry of the daughter of my people because of them that dwell in a far country is not the Lord in Zion. It's not her king and her. Why have they provoked me to anger with their graven images and with strange vanities? The harvest is past. The summer's ended. And we are not saved. Well, hallelujah. Read. For the heart. For the daughter of my people, am I hurt? I am black. Astonishment has taken hold on me. Whoa, hold on a minute. I'm amazed. Astonishment has taken hold on me. All the while, men are dying. Men are going down. Astonishment has taken hold on me. I can't believe we're dying when the Lord in Zion, a king among us, It's not a Lord in Zion. It's not a king among her. Is thou not a bomb in Gilead? Is there no position there? Why? Why then is not the health of the daughter of my people recovered?
look and live. I'm living tonight because of the remedy. I'm living, living proof, testimony of the bomb that's alive. Come to tell you, it'll work. Come to tell you, it'll work. Come to tell you, it'll fix it. Come to tell you, it's all you need. It's all you need. All you need. One good look as I preached last night of his revelation. One good look. And I don't mean to be talking about the same message that I preached last night, but it's still sufficient tonight. Still available. Still available. I don't care what you've done. I don't care how far you've gone. I don't care. The bomb will work. The position will work. The remedy will work. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, is there not a bomb in Gilead? Jeremiah 13 and 23. Can the Ethiopian change his skin? Or the leopard his spots? Then may he also do good that are accustomed to do evil. I'll turn over a new leaf. I'll start a New Year's resolution. Can an Ethiopian change his skin? Can a leopard change his spots? Neither you and I, we can't help our condition except we look, except we find a cure, except we find a cure. Except we will you die? Will you die? Will you die? Because you fail to have the bomb applied. Will you die when the night the remnant is available to whosoever will leave, to whosoever will come? Hallelujah. Oh, this remedy I'm talking about is a cure for famine. You know when famine's on, you know what you need to cure famine? You need bread. Woo! I'm the bread of life, he said. Hallelujah. Jesus said unto them, 35 and 6 of John, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger. He that believeth on me shall never thirst. A cure, a cure in a dry land, a cure in a hungry land where famine is of die killing people. A cure, a remedy is available. Hallelujah. I want to tell you something. The Lord come for you tonight to cure you of your problems that you have tried to do better. I remember telling mom and dad specifically, I'm through. I won't go back and do it no more. I thought I had it under control, but it controlled me. It was killing me. It was 
daily taking its toll on me. But one day, I got cured. I got redeemed. Blood washed. Hallelujah. In the house of David, there shall be a fountain open. Woo! A fountain for sin and uncleanliness. For sin. What do we do about sin? There's a fountain. There's a fountain open tonight. Whosoever plunges in the fountain is relieved. 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 Cured. Hallelujah. In Hebrews, the 10th chapter, and the 28th verse, would somebody read it for me? Oh, hallelujah. Keep your minds on the Lord's sake. This is serious tonight. Somebody, somebody could be like the man that went from Jericho, from Jerusalem to Jericho, and the thieves stripped him and robbed him and beat him up and left him half dead. He could go either way. Either way. He could go either way. Somebody had to help him. There was some that passed him by. But finally, one man passed by with compassion and ministered to his needs, bound up his wounds, just what he needed. Just what he needed. Had not he done it, he'd have died probably. Read. Somebody read. Yes. Yes. He that despised Moses' law died without mercy. Under two or three witnesses. How much sore punishment suppose ye shall be forward who had trodden underfoot the Son of God and counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was sanctified an unholy thing and had done despite unto the Spirit of grace. We won't get by if we trod the remedy underfoot if we trod the blood of the covenant underfoot, we'll not escape. We'll not get by. It's the only way. It's precious blood. Precious blood. Precious blood that flowed from the Son of God. It's your only hope. Hallelujah. I need to read one more scripture. And I need to give you a chance to pray. I need to read from Ezekiel, the 16th chapter. 16 of Ezekiel. Hallelujah. Beginning at the third verse. And say, Thus saith the Lord God unto Jerusalem, Thy birth and thy nativity is of the land of Canaan. Thy father was an Amorite, and thy mother an Hittite. And as for thy nativity, in the day that thou wast born, Thy navel was not cut, neither was thou washed in water to supple thee. 
thou wast not salted at all, nor swaddled at all. None I bidded thee to do any of these things unto thee, to have compassion upon thee. But thou wast cast out in the open field to the loading of thy person in the day that thou wast born. How long would this infant have lived? What could this infant have done to have changed its situation? That's where we're at. Oh. Oh. But when he passed by, when he passed by, hallelujah, when I passed by thee, I saw thee polluted in thine own blood. And I said unto thee, when thou wast in thy blood, live, live, with a capital letter, L, live, yea, when I said unto thee, when thou wast in thy blood, live. In the eighth verse, now when I passed by thee, I looked upon thee, behold, thy time was a time to heal the brokenness of man. Hallelujah. Cast out in the field. None of your children would have made it if you'd have done it to them. You have a sister. None of, none of your children would have made it. They, they have to have special care. They have to be swaddled and washed, nurtured. Thy time is a time of love. Listen at me tonight, sinner friend. Thy time is a time of love. He's not interested in walking on by and leaving you in that condition. He's not interested in going on by and leaving you like you found him. But he's interested in picking you up and changing your situation and washing you and cleaning you and nurturing you and making a new creature out of you. A remedy is here. As I preached to you last night about his greatness and his power, he walked the shores of Galilee. He was a remedy to his people. But one day, that same group of people said, Away with him. Crucify him. Crucify him. Let his blood be upon us and our children. They didn't know what they were saying. And it came to pass at their request. I read where they pulled bodies off of the sides of the freight cars that was frozen to it. Stacked them in like cordwood. Killed them by the thousand. Let his blood be upon us and our children. They was walking over the remedy. 
they was discarding the remedy until there was no remedy. He walked over Jerusalem and wept and said, If thou hadst known, if thou hadst known the things which belong unto thy peace, if you'd known it, Hallelujah. If America could see, she's trodden his blood. She's walking past the river there. I wish I could preach. Don't trot it. Don't go on in your sins. When there's such hope, there's such remedy, there's such a cure that's found in an altar of prayer, available still in 1997, available for sin and uncleanliness, a cure, relieve, oh, I'd like to shout it from the housetop, a cure, a relief, a remedy, hallelujah. I stretched forth my hand, no man regarded it. I called, and you refused. You said it not at all. My God, would not of my reproof. Behold, when your fear cometh, I will laugh. We've never heard God laugh. We've never heard God laugh. But if we refuse his counsel and we refuse him, we go on our merry way. He'll laugh one day when we cry. When we cry and beg for help, there'll be a voice to rise and laugh like we've never heard. No more remedy. No more remedy. Some went out today with not another opportunity. Some died today with another chance to pray. You're here in the land of living. What you going to do about it? What you going to do about the opportunity that's given to you? I preached a serious Isaiah Ohio about the most serious message. This is most serious. What are you going to do about your relationship what are you going to do about the remedy? As someone gets a song, as someone gets a song, hallelujah. Oh, our children that we raised in the house of God, somewhere or another they chose to go the other way. I hope they don't stay too long. I hope they don't trot it underfoot too long. I hope, friends, tonight that you change courses in life. I hope tonight that he makes a difference in your soul. Could we stand with our minds and our thoughts on him? Friends, sins are killing you. Friend, sins are eating on you like cancer. It's flowing through your body. It's taking away the very life out of you. You need a remedy.
You need a cure. You need to correct the error. If you'd have made the wrong turn coming to this place, you'd have never got to this place. If you'd have made the wrong turn in order to get here, you'd have to correct the error. Friend, if you're going away from God tonight, you're going to have to correct the error to ever get to Him. You're going to have to turn. Turn! 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 Turn around. Get on the right road and come to Him. Sing. Is there one tonight? A woman stood trembling by the well in her sins. What are you going to do about the situation? She had many accused. What are you going to do about the sin that's in your life? It's just as venomous as the serpent, the fire serpent. Sin is just as deadly as the fire serpent that moved among the camp. It's just as deadly. It's destroying our youth. It's destroying our home. Jesus, I'll take you. Just come as you Won't you come to says your you can't change yourself. You're going to have to let him do it. You're going to come to him. Won't you come? Won't you come? Won't you step out tonight? Is there one? Is there one? Won't you come? Could we come? Just come and filter you. Have you been bitten? Is sin prevailing in your life? Unbelief is killing you. Unbelief is killing you. 
But she knew. 